what's the hook with Andy and Diane, or Diane and Andy? I'm really not a stickler about billing. Ladies first. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, last night I watched uh, the newest series to drop, you know, the uh, the U.S. Treason. The, oh. I, I watched the hearings. Did you uh, actually watch it? Well, like, it was, live? Yeah, well, it was two hours, you know. I'm just getting all the hot takes from, you know, from, Twitter from media. and Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know the next the next uh, the next episode's dropping on Monday. Okay, if you want to jump right in. <laughs> um, but in happier news, let's turn to happier news because there is happier news. Mazel tov to Britney Spears and Sam Asghari because they got married. They got married in Thousand Oaks, California. Yay, Brits! And I know both Andy and I love that Donatella Versace dressed the bride. Yeah. And everyone has now seen that viral I photo love, of love. all the celebs that were at the yeah. wedding. And it was, oh, it was everything. It was just everything. And Madonna, we all, my girl, my girl Madonna. Isn't it nice that the one thing that we can all agree on is that like Britney Spears deserves nice things? I think she does, yes. I think everybody's she rooting happiness. for her. She's been through a lot. Totally. Yeah. And he was the guy that stuck with her through all the crap. Yeah, he seems like he's good. I want those crazy kids to succeed. I do too. I want her to be happy. I, and if she yes. wants to post booby pictures, let her do let it. Let her do it. Amen. Come on, people. <laughs> she wants to post booby pictures. Leave Britney, leave Britney alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> in other news, Brett Goldstein, who plays the fabulous Roy Kent on Ted Lasso, did an interview and he says that the upcoming third season is being written as the final season of the show. Really? This, this makes me very sad. Why? If it's true. That's really interesting to me. I'm surprised. I feel like all of the players involved are so hot right now that they're all getting other opportunities yeah. and maybe that's the reason. Yeah. And also Bill Lawrence, who's one of the showrunners, you know, he's got an overall deal. So I'm I'm certain he's got other things that he's developing. Bill was also at the ATX Festival in Austin this past week where there was a Scrubs reunion and the whole gang like wants to get together and do a Scrubs movie. So I bet that's gonna get I get I think that deal's gonna get made. Um, so I'm sure they're all in demand right now. I just and think Apple would do anything it took to keep that show going. Here's my theory. It's never say never. They might not do a fourth season right now, but who knows? Maybe in a couple of years. Yeah, or like a spinoff version of it with... Exactly. Yeah, secondary characters or whatever. I'm not a Ted Lasso person, so... <gasps> yeah. Blasphemy. I know, I know. In I'm more happy news, what we do in the shadows... My, our favorite vampire show. very much a What We Do in the Shadows person. Has been renewed for two more seasons. So season four premieres July 12th. Seasons five and six are ordered from FX. Did, so you, did you go to the event for this? I did not. I did not. Because I saw people posting photos with Nandor. Yes, everyone was there. The whole cast and was there. I was like, damn it. Did you see the better pictures? Couldn't go. No. Nandor and Harvey Gillen, better known as Guillermo, went ah, to Disneyland together. Shut up. And it was possibly <laughs> the best thing on social media ever. <laughs> and I believe they were both wearing Mickey ears, if well, I'm not mistaken. Amazing. Another great renewal news, The Boys, which is a blockbuster for Prime Video, has been renewed for a fourth season. And season three doing very well from what I understand. Um, also in blockbuster streaming series, Yellowstone uh, is going to come back for a fifth season and they announced some new cast members. Um, Kai Caster, Lainey Wilson, Lily Kay, and Dawn Oliveri. Um, Jackie Weaver's going to be back. She was a cool. terrific addition to the cast. 
Um, so yeah, so Yellowstone, strong as ever, you know, as well as 1883. And then the other one that's coming with Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford, I think called, is it 1932? I don't know. It's another year. I can't keep track of all the numbers. Wish I'd been a math major. But Andy, should we move to what we've been watching? Yeah. Because there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I'm very obsessed. I think I mentioned this last week, but I'm very obsessed with Irma Vep on HBO. I am not obsessed yet, but I'm very intrigued. <laughs> oh, I'll take intrigued. By this show. Tell me what 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 caught your attention. Well, I feel. I mean, I definitely feel like I watched the movie. This is a, based on a movie from 1996, so yes. I mean, you know, a minute or two ago. And the same filmmaker, Oliver Assayas, is doing the series. Yeah, he directed the film. Yeah, and I mean, it's. Uh, I don't. It's anyway. I, I want to hear more about what you think Here's of it because I'm still kind gladly. of. Find, I'm finding my way into it, and yeah. It's what a, I love it's, about it's a strange it, show. I think it has a very sly eye on its observations about the entertainment industry and about the people that work in it. I think Alicia Vikander is wonderful as a somewhat temperamental actress, mm-hmm. Mira. And her scenes with her former girlfriend, who just married her director, and who and 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 her former girlfriend also used to be her assistant. It's just rife with, like, intrigue and rife with so much jealousy, which which, you know, she admits to, which uh, Mira admits to. And it's clear that her former girlfriend has her wrapped around her finger. Hmm. Just, it's a very, very intriguing relationship. Um, I've got to mention Vincent Makenya, I think that's how you say his name, who plays Renee, the director of The Vampires, which is the new series that Mira is in Paris to shoot. And the thing about Renee is he admits, he admits that he does not like people. (laughs) Which can be a problem for a director because he has to deal with people all the time. Renee admits he does not like people and that he is on some very serious mood stabilizers, which he he unfortunately told the insurance company, much to the chagrin of his producer, who was hoping he would lie and say he was not. This series sets up so much about how messed up the dynamics are between people who work on a show and also, I, I can't remember the actress's name who plays Mira's assistant. She's really wonderful. She's very dry. She's very droll. Very smart. And it's just, the hour for me, the hour flew by. I thought the first episode was so tight and so smart and, and darkly witty. So I'm like all in already. They literally, they lassoed me with that first episode. So... I'm, I will be forcing Andy to watch more. Yeah, yeah, which I will be doing. I also feel like I need to rewatch the movie because which is on HBO Max, by the I way. I watched it a million years ago. And yes, I will be rewatching that. I, I will be. I will watch that as well because I don't think I ever saw the original movie. Do you think you need to watch the original no. movie? Okay. No. Okay. I think to enjoy the series, you can just jump right in. Yeah. Okay. Um, but especially in the first episode, also watch when Alicia Vikander tries on Irma Vep's cat suit for the first time. It's so actressy. It's both funny and intriguing. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, okay. 
Um, the other thing, we're in the middle of June. Um, I'm sure it's not just LA, but there are pride celebrations everywhere. We wanted to talk more about, you know, pride related programming. Um, Andy? I mean, whether or not I wanted to talk about pride related programming, <laughs> it doesn't matter because I went down a total rabbit hole in the past week. Did you? Of watching almost exclusively, you know, wow. LGBTQ themed programming and i watched a bunch myself yeah we both watched some of the new queerest folk which i think came out yes, yesterday you are correct sir on um on peacock yes and we both have mixed feelings on it i think that's an accurate phrase yeah um so i okay so i just have to set it up that i watched love victor which is like one of my favorite shows of all time and um, I've watched some of the screeners for season three, which comes out next week. No spoilers. Uh, not spoiling. Um, but like on a spectrum of mild to wild. So, <laughs> so we have a spectrum here. The game Actually spectrum. starting off with Heartstopper on Netflix, <gasps> oh. which is about a one in terms of being very mild, very, very sweet. This is true. Love Victor's at about a three. Yeah. That's, and in the yeah. in the new season, it maybe edges into possibly a four. There's a little bit of... A little spicier? Little, little spicier. Okay. Very Disney spicy, okay. though. And then, you know, Queer's Folk's probably a nine. Deaf. Yeah. The, like, open, the opening yeah, of the new Queer's Folk? Lots uh, of, very explicit. Yeah, explicit. Lots of nudity. Lots of drugs. Lots of just partying. Lots of everything. Lots of sex. Lots of a sex. A whole lot of sex. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, sex is good. That. I mean, it's, so, it's... Sex positive. It's fine, whatever, but... Um, My thing about Queer as Folk is... Um, the other thing I should mention is Peacock has put up episodes of Michael Davies' original series, the British series, mm. Queer as Folk. And I wanted to go Russell, back and Russell watch Davies. that because I... Excuse me. Thank you. Russell Davies. And I wanted to watch that because I've only seen the Showtime series. I've definitely watched the original series, um, the British series, yeah. and, and and really got into the Showtime, the Showtime. series, as yeah. I think we talked about last week. And I, I it was I was young, and the, it was the perfect age. <laughs> like it was very relatable. Totally get it. And it was also very white and very gay, male, cis, male centric. So. Mm. Uh, mm. which I think this new series is correcting for. Yes, a lot more inclusive. Inclusivity, A lot more yeah. diverse folks. Intersectionality. Trans um, folks. Yeah, so it's, which is great. It's great. Um, I hear a butt coming. I, yeah, and it's, I, it's, that's the wrong place to put the butt. Because, like, <laughs> you know, all of that is, is great, but it's, to, it's almost like uh, at the expense of the viewer at times because I feel like um, we're just we're just ticking a lot of boxes. We're ticking think... very very quickly, very very quickly. We're ticking a lot of boxes. We're yeah. without a lot of character development happening to kind of introduce us to who these characters are, how they all you know play off of one another. We're just getting kind of a lot thrown at us really fast and then as you know it's not a huge spoiler because it's in the first episode and everybody and they talked about it all over the news that it the the um season centers around a shooting in a nightclub like the pulse like the pulse nightclub shooting that was a real occurrence in orlando a few years ago so like already at the very first episode you're thrown into this tragedy and which i don't think worked in their favor stephen dunn is the showrunner and I think he directed a bunch of the episodes as well. And I feel like, 
I, I definitely feel like you do in that there's a lot thrown into the pot and you know the writing it, it just doesn't serve the actors well um i wish the writing were stronger and yes i wish they had taken a bit at least till the second episode to get to the shooting i feel like you need to be invested in these characters and by the end of the first episode you weren't you were not invested. Yeah, in some ways, I feel like they're pay- playing like proxies for representation, and and I'm assuming huh. the character development will come as the season goes we on. We certainly hope so. But it's not necessarily there from the outset. Um, I mean, another thing, and this was you know I was reading like Glenn Weldon from NPR did a really good review of this show, and he's queer and he's somebody I really admire, and he, you know, he did put in like a reminder that the characters in the original two shows were pretty obnoxious and self-involved and selfish yes. and all those things. Yes. And these characters are two. So there's a there's a through line, but I also think it it gave much more room for world building and and you know, lots of introduction of the characters in the original two seasons than this one is done, which is like introduces to a whole bunch of people and then put them in a shooting. Selfish and self-involved is okay. It's an aspect of people's character. And yeah. it's actually really common for people who are gay, straight, whatever. But it can't be the only quality. Yeah. Again, the only thing I take issue with in this show is the writing. I do think there's a lot of good casting in the show, you know, and casting where I think the target demo is going to like it and would want to watch for the people who are in it. Um, it has Juliette Lewis in it, who we both she's love. She's amazing. She's great. Who we both adore. And Kim Cattrall is good. Yeah, she's okay. Ed, Ed Begley <laughs> Jr. He's fine. Who's, by the way, who who is holding like a, a shotgun in the first episode, which also really put me off. Well, and then Juliette Lewis... breaking into their house, and I was like, no. Yeah. And then Juliette Lewis took her son to a shooting range to process his grief at the nightclub shooting. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, yeah. I was like, this is interesting Ooh, choice. Okay. It's just, it's an interesting show. I don't anyway. Know. I don't know. It's it's a lot. Um, Can we move on to the movie that we both really, really, really loved? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I just wanted to say just oh. um, a little bit more about Love, Victor. Just... Now that we know that it's coming out next week, the, yes. the final, the third and final season is coming out next week, so that gives you time now to go back and start from the beginning because it is a really, really wonderful show. Very necessary. Yeah, and uh, just a beautifully made, sweet, sweet show about kind of teenage, you know, teenagers like finding themselves, and and you know, it's got great storyline about the parent, like Victor's parents, you know, not immediately understand, or you know, stepping up to the plate to be really accepting of their son. And so there's just a lot of cool dynamics to this show um, that I highly recommend. And just having seen what I have seen of the third season, it's, it's pitch perfect, it's brilliantly nice. written, it's filled with really good, smart twists and turns. So I, I really think they're gonna stick the landing. Um, so go back and watch that, please. And Andy and I were talking about the importance of seeing all different kinds of LGBTQ stories. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of what we see are stories that are rooted in tragedy. So it's nice to see stories that don't come from tragedy. Yes, there are difficulties in life, but 
you want everyone to get the win. Yeah, it's like we need a little bit of all. We need a little bit of all of it. So like Heartstopper is just purely romantic. Yes, there's some um, there's some conflict within the show, and there's some bullying, and there's some stuff, but it's not terribly threatening. Like there's so it, it's but but they're very careful about showing that Nick is struggling with his feelings. Right. Especially because of his bonehead soccer buddies who he yeah. knows like do not deal well with gay people. But it, it none of it rises too far above like the emotional experience that any typical teenager is going to have where day-to-day life in, in high school can feel very threatening and very right. like scary, but you never feel like oh my god this kid's going to be totally ostracized and like have to leave school. Agreed. And so it's nice to see stories even if it might be a little bit fantastical. Um, I like seeing like a spectrum of stories. Me too. Yeah. Exactly. And a spectrum of like portrayals of parents. So like one of the criticisms of the original, the movie Love, Simon, which is mm. a great movie that spawned Love, Victor as the TV show. But one of the criticisms, and I think rightly so, is that his parents, who were played by the beautiful Josh Duhamel and the also beautiful uh, Jennifer Garner, <laughs> were super liberal and accepting. And so he didn't go through a ton of, I mean, his challenge was all sort of internal and he was popular in school. So he didn't go through like some of the torment that, you know, a lot of kids go through. And and so, and Love Victor corrected for some of that by, you know, starting off with a Latino family, very religious family, like just showing a kid that had a slightly more challenging coming out process, but but not like, Horrible, you know? No, not horrible. Yeah. But, like, the grandfather who really didn't want his grandchildren to be gay. Yeah. Yeah, it showed some some serious... Yeah. Well, and the mom. And the um, mom. She was not very accepting. She comes around in season three. She's, uh... No spoilers, Andy. It's fine. Okay. I, I, that's, okay. If that's a spoiler, then I... I was very late to love Victor, and I quickly fell in love with the show. I really admire the writing... And I just think Michael Cimino, Cimino, however you pronounce his name, I think the kid is such a star. He's only 22 now. He's only going to get more gorgeous as he gets older. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he looks like at 40. Because he's going to have like the movie. He, he already has like movie star good looks. He's like a Disney kid, I think. That sounds about right. I think right. he came up through the Disney pipeline. And he still has a bit of a baby face, but he's going to grow out of that. And he's just going to be so super handsome yeah so i'm really looking forward it's to just that. a great show it should have gotten 20 seasons it got three so we have to be happy for that i would have loved to see it grow into something more and have lots of spinoffs and lots of cool, okay and maybe it will someday. i'm just gonna say it now here's my theory this might be the last season of the show for now i think they might revisit it at maybe five years you know i think maybe you know, as Victor has settled into his adult life as a gay man, I think that's when you go back and revisit it. Believe me. Yeah, you're IP, right. IP, I hope you're right. intellectual property lives forever, ladies and gentlemen. So that's my theory. Yeah. I mean, it's just, for me, it's like all about making sure some of these LGBTQ shows have, a, like, you know, get, a, get an opportunity to succeed and aren't canceled before they really have a yeah. chance to find an audience. And I think the nice thing about the streaming services is that the algorithm keep stuff circulating for longer than we think. But that's a whole data science discussion. Yeah. But anyway. Way over our pay grade. Um, okay, Andy, are we going to talk about it now? Yeah. Now we can go on to Fire Island. Woo! Yeah. Oh my God, I love this movie so I much. did too. I did too. I really liked it. I think the first hour 
they packed it so much. Really, the first 45 minutes is just packed with jokes and is so funny. And Bowen Yang is a little more serious in his role in this movie, which is a little weird after Saturday Night Live, but he's so good. He's so sweet. And you love him so much. Yeah. I love both of them. I love Joel Kim Booster's character as well. And Matt Rogers, our favorite Matt Rogers, yeah. is also in it. And I Ooh, adore yeah. him. Yeah. So I'm super happy that he's in this as well. But mostly it's just so cool to just see a really hilarious friend group, like, all together. Because I just think the dynamic between all of them was a riot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real fun place to spend time. I went in, I'm going to just say, with a pretty huge chip on my shoulder. Because I don't... Because um, Because it's, like, the whole concept of Fire Island to me is, like... It's, is it too much? Um, it's too much, but may, but also there's some real problematic like issues in term, and, and this is common across the gay community, and not just the gay community, other communities too. But um, just you know, huge amounts of body dysphoria, body shaming, oh. um, you know, kind of the white cis males again, like nothing wrong, you know, God, you know, the, some of us can't help it. That's who we are, but you know, kind of don't necessarily always have to be at the center of things, which we tend to be in a lot of things lot such of, as, yeah. so I was, I kind of went into it afraid that it was going to be a little bit too much of that. And instead they completely within minutes of the show subver- or of the movie starting subverted all of that. And let me know that, no, we are going in with a, you know, paying close attention to body, you know, body image issues and like, opening up you know room for people that aren't all perfect and obviously the cast is largely asian and and you know very multicultural written and, there's a little yeah. something for everybody yeah which is and it's so cool to see so much asian representation definitely within the gay community um just huge applause for jolkin booster for a really good screenplay yeah and andrew on another uh, asian american director terrific and the whole, just the whole cast, fantastic. Everybody delivers in this in this movie. Yeah, and it, it definitely gets a little more emotional and sentimental, like as it goes on. But also, also great to see Margaret Cho. She's really good. Who's in this. fantastic yeah. and who is literally like a pillar of the gay community. So it's always great to see her. Um, She's not always given a lot to do agreed. in her cameos, but maybe <laughs> but she wanted she it had, that way. That's no, but no, but I no, I think I meant that regarding other shows. Like she was oh. in Hacks for like a hot second, sure for a hot minute. So yeah. she's not here. I felt like ultimately by the end of the movie, she did have some nice scenes. Yes, and was very able to, nice moments to stretch her her yeah. her um, kind of presence a little bit. And yeah, and Joel Kim Booster's so good in this. He's like he's the more stereotypically handsome kind of you know. Of the duo between him and Bo and Yang, who's a little bit more quirky and awkward, but he also shows us his insecurities around, like you know, his personal achievement, and he kind of is. Well, he's also very being courted slash courting uh, a he's doctor. Also, he's, and, he's very guarded, and he's yeah. very defensive. He's got yes. all of his walls up. Yeah, you know, and he's very afraid to sort of let the walls down. So, um, by the way, just a quick note on Joel Kim Booster. He also co-stars in Maya Rudolph's new show, Loot, which we're going to talk about later this month on Apple TV+. I will say no more because, A, I'm anti-spoiler, but he's very good in that show as well. In short, if you want to lift your spirits, watch Fire Island on Hulu. 
it's a it's just a gem it's really really wonderful um also i noticed that tanya sriracha's series vita is now streaming on hulu it was on stars very critically acclaimed very much such a good show right yeah right so many talented people on that show takes place in east la just a really wonderfully done show it is now streaming on hulu um legendary season three of legendary is now streaming on hbo max um and uh i know that's like an incredibly popular show i have only watched a couple episodes so i'm not completely up on it and also just a reminder that season two of p valley is now streaming on stars now airing on stars and on the stars app and that show is it's very specific but it is so well done yeah it's set in a strip, strip club, club in, in atlanta a, right is it atlanta? um it's mississippi Sorry. uh no, it's, it's i i can't remember the name it's a fake town that's got a really fun uh chuckalisa chuckalisa mississippi oh, God. Um, I listened, just sidebar, that I listened to an interview with the creator, Katori Hall, who's a riot. Oh, my God, she's a fun interview. I'm going to have to find that. Yeah, and she won a Pulitzer for a play she wrote last year. Boy, talk about an overachiever. Yeah, she's cool. It's a great show. I mean, it's set in a strip club. It's very edgy, but it's very smart. Stars did a very big season two premiere for them here in L.A. Yeah. And they turned the venue, like, into... A strip club. Strip club. Amazing. So hot into their own version of the pink. <laughs> so awesome. very, very hot. Um, boy, oh boy. There's there's more stuff coming out. I also watched the first episode of Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus. And um, oh my gosh. This woman. The, the, the young girl, the young teenage girl who stars in it, her last name, Im- Iman Vellani is her name. And oh my gosh, Andy, she is a star. She was working the talk show circuit this week and so beautifully sort of self-possessed and calm, but, and, but also still like very much like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is all happening to me right now. Like, because she Sweet. loves Marvel. Like it's... She's living her best life, and, like, she acknowledges, like, her dream is coming true. Very, very cool. Wanted to also remind people that June 10th, Andy, what's the date? Today is the 10th. Oh, my goodness. Season 3 of For All Mankind premieres on Apple TV+. Plus. Another show I really need to catch up on because I am not up to date on it. I haven't watched that at all. So well-liked as one of the best, best, best dramas about space and exploration. Um, the very popular Evil is coming back for season three on June 12th. That is Sunday, and that is on Paramount+. Plus. Um, also on Sunday, the Tony Awards, because I love me a Broadway show, so I will be watching that. You can watch live on Paramount+. Plus. They have a free trial going on right now. I believe part of the Tony broadcast will also be on CBS, if you still watch uh, regular TV, as I like to call it now terrestrial <laughs> linear tv <laughs> linear. linear tv and then also sunday the 12th um a new star series becoming elizabeth yes another royal drama uh premieres on sunday the 12th and finally on amc and amc plus dark winds which is set in 1971 on an outpost of the navajo nation near monument valley uh zon mclarnon who was in the sun and reservation dogs and fargo 
uh, is investigating a series of seemingly unrelated crimes. Um, this show has garnered some great reviews. I'm probably going to just tune in and watch when it airs because I, I have not seen the screeners. So it looks very interesting. Looks really good. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm going to... I think I just only have a stomach for so much murder. And, f- <laughs> and finally, I should have mentioned this um, during the Pride programming portion of the show. Another show on AMC Plus and Sundance Now is called This Is Going to Hurt. And it stars Ben Wishaw, best known to many people as the voice of Paddington Bear in the movies. But he also played Q in one of the Bond movies. And in this series, he stars as an overworked, completely overtired medical resident in an ob ward in Britain. The show is set in 2006, but it feels very relevant, especially with all the reproductive rights issues that are going on right now. Joy Press wrote a wonderful article for Vanity Fair kind of tying the two together, which was a terrific observation. Um, Ben Wishaw is never bad in a show. He's particularly good in this show because he is working from a point of exhaustion. And in the first episode, it drives him to make a very serious mistake. And literally, like, my heart was in my throat as I was watching this. Um, It premiered on the second. It's called This Is Going to Hurt. And you can find it on AMC, AMC Plus, and Sundance Now. I'm not sure which date new episodes drop, but it might be it might be Sundays. I'm not I'll I'll check that out. We'll let you know next week. Strong recommend. It can be tough to watch, but oh my gosh, he's fantastic. He's great. Fantastic. Andy, anything else that you're watching? Uh no. I mean, that was a lot. Yeah. That was a whole lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Um just we would love to hear from you. Tell us what you're watching. Tell us what you're liking about the pod or things you think we should do. Um, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us comments on our Facebook page. at what uh, Facebook.com slash what's the hook. Boom. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the surf report. And I am seriously Andy. So find us. Send us a message. DM us. Slide into our DMs. We welcome you. And in the meantime, happy pride. Stay safe, Um, and we will talk to you soon. Talk to you next week. All right. Bye.